Hello, welcome to OK Let's Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Merck. I apologize, but I am back. Um, this is a part two to the original COVID piece that I did earlier, a few months ago. Um, I just want to apologize if you hear birds in the background. I got like a bird's nest near my home, and they're just, they just uh, keep on chirping and all, all that stuff. So yeah, um, here, here's the thing, like... You know, these thoughts and opinions expressed are that of my own. I'm not endorsed by anybody. This is just a man in a microphone and just giving you his two cents. So a lot has happened with the COVID thing since I first published the broadcast. Like so much disinformation, information, misquotations, uh, cognitive dissonance, which is a psychology term which is meant to disarray, uh, confusion amongst the people. So you're pretty much saying two opposing viewpoints at the same time to kind of confuse people. Um, there's a, there's a quote, you know, you have to stir water to catch a fish sometimes, or you have to, uh, crack, crack eggs to make an omelet, you know, that sort of thing. And that's, what's kind of happening right now. So I want to talk a little bit about that and what to look out for to, to see, how cognitive dissonance is being used, particularly in the COVID-19 pandemic, right? Um, so this this episode could be about cognitive dissonance strictly, but I figured to knock two birds in one stone and, and continue with the COVID-19 as it pertains to the subject. Um, so what's going on is, you know, this thing is either a bioweapon that they covered up or it's an accident that they covered up or it's a complete random mutation freak of nature thing that happened spontaneously that affects us all which is highly unlikely i mean i'm not ruling it out but it's highly unlikely um or, or this thing is an, uh, an intentional ploy from the world to destroy the middle class sector to destroy small businesses and to push that vaccine agenda that they've been pushing for a long time. And when I say they, um, I will clarify and say, you know, uh, world power structures, billionaires, philanthropists, uh, venture capitalists, the government, the CIA, the Chinese Communist Party, the Russians, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, uh, Zuckerbergs. I mean, like Jeff Bezos. I mean, like they're saying like they could be like, billionaires with vaccine agendas, you know, George Soros, whatever the case is. Now, I have noticed from my nonpartisan perspective that left and right are pushing this together. There's just different ways of going about it. Um, you know, the president did say that, you know, despite of a second wave, we will reopen, that he's rejecting the WHO's vaccine plan, Bill Gates, um, so it seems like the, the right is trying to make the presentation to people that they're not with the vaccine. But, I mean, if, if they weren't with the vaccine, why is the vaccine everywhere you go? I mean, years ago, they were pushing the flu shot so hard. I mean, you go to Walgreens, they're pushing it down your throat. You go to Target, you go to Walmart. I mean, um, a lot of people are pushing this thing. And they're saying that, we can't fully reopen unless we have a vaccine and um, certain scientists are saying the vaccines won't be effective. I mean, there's so much information and disinformation going on about this right now. 
I will, in a, in a brief moment, I will clarify some things that are happening. Um, so states all across the board are voting whether to uh, stop uh, religious exemptions from the vaccine, from, from you getting the vaccine. Uh, New York just signed on board, a few other states. Uh, here in Illinois, they're pushing for that. That sounds like an agenda. I mean, if if everyone's vaccinated and if you're one person who doesn't have a vaccine, where are, they, where are you afraid of them? You know, so it doesn't make any sense. Um, I mean, I'm not saying vaccines are bad. I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying that it's still way too early to push a vaccine agenda. You know, clinical trials take at least two years to test on patients. And, and you know, this is science. This is analysis. This takes years of work. You know, study, progress, you know, data, information, like like trial and error. That's the scientific method. How can you push a vaccine three months, four months into a pandemic and expect everyone to hop on board? It just doesn't work like that. I'm not getting no vaccine until it's been at least a couple years. And I could see the, the effects of it on people. You know, I'm not going to just blindly get one. And if the WHO is warning people that they will come into your home and give you the vaccine... I'm sorry, but in the United States, we're all strapped. We have guns. Like, I, I can't even begin to tell you my collection. So if, if they come in here, I mean, you're going to get a, a old-fashioned, Western-style showdown real quick. And it's going to be clean up on aisle seven for a lot of these people. So I don't know what they're trying to push here. You know, trying to force this on people? They're going to be coming into your home and knocking down doors and giving you this. You know, and it's going to be, they're going to be giving it to a dead body. Because I'm shooting my way out of that. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. You know, you can't just force a vaccine on people without knowing, you know, the, the full extent of the, the research and analysis of what's going to happen. The, there could be allergic reactions. There could be uh, serious problems. I mean, uh, in Africa, they've reported that, you know, the Bill Gates vaccine has caused certain mutations in their population amongst children. So... So uh, a lot, a lot of stuff going on here. I'm not getting a vaccine unless I, I see after a few years of, of further research and analysis that this could be uh, beneficial to people. But you know, I hate to get biblical here because I'm not really about the whole religion thing, you know. But you know, I do read, and you know, like I said in previous podcasts, you know, the Bible is a great piece of literature if you want to stimulate your imagination and, and learn about different different ways, different viewpoints, right? So in that book, it says that, you know, you're not going to be able to buy and sell without the mark of the beast. The beast in this case are the people pushing this vaccine, the people pushing this bioweapon. So there's a lot of things they're not telling us. You know, either if, either this thing is an intentional bioweapon paid for by the U.S. And, and, you know, the Harvard scientists also just got locked up for for aiding the Chinese Communist Party with biotech uh bioweapon tech you know is this correlated to covid-19 there's no tangible proof but in the macrocosm sense it seems like it's all fitting into the agenda it seems like the united states was aiding and abetting the chinese communist party in creating weapons of uh bioweapon terror weapons you know this is a this is world war 3 here you know china just Kick the whole world's ass in at, at warfare in World War Three. They own the world right now, and it seems like the WHO is covering up for them. So there's a lot going on. You know, the WHO threatened us, saying that if if the United States government doesn't help 
fund their research that there's going to be more body bags. That is a direct quote from the head of the WHO threatening us that there will be more deaths if they don't get their money. Hmm. I don't see why the Chinese aren't held accountable for war crimes right now against humanity. We need a Nuremberg trial for the Communist Party, but the whole world is scared of them because, you know, they secretly own the world. And it's crazy. Um, you know, the Obama administration funded them with a $3.5 million grant for the Wuhan Virology Lab and then realized that that they're misusing the, 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 the money for the research and um, they're not as... What what was the I, I want I'm treading lightly here because I don't want to say the wrong things right so they found out that their security practices and things like that weren't up to par with the original expectations the United States had or whatever right so Obama quickly backtracked and co- tried to cover it up and then he said oh well we have to prepare for something and and oh we're trying to you know stop the funding and all it's too late. I mean, you can't backtrack after you found out that you gave the wrong the money to the wrong hands. You gave it to the hands of the enemy, right? Now, before I get into this, I do want to say I have nothing wrong against the Chinese people. I grew up watching kung fu flicks. You know, I, I still love Chinese food. Will I go to my local Chinese spot? No, because I found cockroaches, and I'm not going to eat there again. No matter how good their Fu young is or lo mein is or whatever, I just can't eat that stuff no more, you know? But anyways... You know, I love Chinese culture, Chinese medicine, you know, the the Art of War by Sun Tzu, you know, Confucius, like, these people had thousands of years of developing, you know, deep philosophical interpretations of esoterics and uh, occultism and uh, astrology and um, even divination tools like the I Ching. You know, I, I, I love their culture. You know, I'm more partial to the Japanese, uh, however, but still, I it's all Asian culture. It all comes from that, from, from, from China. Um, you know, Shaolin, Kung Fu versus Lama and all that stuff. Like, I, I love it. But we got to understand that there's a clear distinction between the Chinese people and the Chinese Communist Party. There, there has been Chinese people who have been protesting and speaking out against their government. The Hong Kong protest. I mean, think about it. When they dropped this virus on us, it ended that Hong Kong protest immediately. Where's the protest now? You know? It seems like it's perfect timing. So it's not the Chinese people at fault. Because at the end of the day, they do have good intentions. It's the Chinese Communist Party that's at fault. You know, since Mao Zedong took over. Let me have a little water here. Um, This is about to get heavy on you guys. So there's so much going on, man. You know, they're saying that you could get the disease or the virus by, by farting. They're saying now that semen has it, so you could uh, transmit it sexually. They're saying that it could last on surfaces, uh, on your on your shoes for hours. They're saying that it could be on your mail for hours. Now they're backtracking, saying that oh well, it, it doesn't spread on surfaces or stay on surfaces long, and so they're they're doing all kinds of cognitive dissonance tricks right now. They're telling us one thing, and then a few days or a few weeks later, they're telling us the complete opposite. At first, they said all oh, smoking is bad and increases the chances. Now they're saying that you're less likely to get it if you smoke. I, I'm going to name all these, uh, you know, in a moment here. But uh, you know, now they're saying that cannabis uh, can help, especially high CBD strains of cannabis. You know, this still has yet to be peer reviewed by other scientists in the community. 
But, you know, they're saying that it's a strong possibility that marijuana could help vitamin D, vitamin C. You know, good thing I, I take all my vitamins. Uh, I'm currently on 50,000 IU. Shout out my doctor. Um, you know, because I, I live in the Midwest, so we don't get the sun much. Especially if you're indoors, working in an office, at home a lot, you're not going to get the sun. Uh, so it's recommended to get your blood checked and, and see if uh, you're vitamin D deficient like I was. So I'm currently taking 50,000 IU, taking vitamin C. Um, I'm, I'm also, uh, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm trying to also get more sunlight and, and, and be outdoors. Another thing, they say sunlight kills the virus, UV rays. Why are we inside? Why do they want us inside? I think this might be a, an intentional ploy from left and right to kill people, to, to destroy the middle class sector. Um, you know, think about it. The demographic of people dying from this, let's just be honest. The demographic is disproportionate because you're getting elderly people getting sick from this, right? You're getting, you know, black people that are getting sick from this, brown people that are getting sick from this. You know, white people aren't really dying from this as much as, as these certain type of demographics, right? So it's like, it almost seems like an intentional ploy to get rid of the old people so they don't have to pay out pensions because the, the, our government's broke and we just keep writing checks that we can't cash, right? So, I mean, you know, pensions are drying up, you know, funding is drying up, Social Security. I mean, it seems like an easy way to just whack off all the old people that they have to pay out, you know? Um, now they're saying USPS is going to be done and they're, they're saying that... Um, you know, we we don't have enough money to pay out unemployment, especially in our state, which is severely mismanaged and bankrupt. And, and, you know, Blue kind of took our state and ran it down the drain. And it's just like, we need to drain the swamp. And uh, I'm going to name out some things that they're saying and they're not saying. So I actually wrote it down here because I'm an information junkie. I've probably read every article you can think of regarding COVID-19, the crisis. You know, I'm, I have like 5,000 people on my Facebook. I have thousands of people on my Twitter that follow me. Um, you know, and my Instagram, I got over like 1,400 people or something like that. Like, I, I see it all. Like, I, I've seen every article. I've proofread things. I've uh, fact-checked things on fact-check sites and everything. So, I've seen it all. So... I compiled a little list of things I've seen that don't make any sense at all. Um, and these are perfect examples of the cognitive dissonance ploy that they're using to spread mass confusion regarding this uh, issue here. Um, let's see here. Another thing, too, which is really sickening, you know, our, our governor in Illinois, who appears to be tyrannical, like a dictator, and the, his little puppet mayor of chicago you know these people are not for poor people they're shutting down small businesses putting people out of work and then telling them hey if you can't pay your rent screw you you're on your own we're not going to help you i mean uh it's sickening and then our governor buys ppe from china it spends millions of dollars in secret and they're saying that this uh ppe he bought from china is most likely going to be defective and unusable um, they're saying about 17% of that, um, will, will, will be unusable or something like that. Um, let me, let me read this article first. Um, it says here, 
Yeah, so our governor, J.B. Prisker, reportedly spent over $1.7 million on flights. And this is from the Forbes uh, article. Um, the headline reads, Illinois Governor Prisker secretly bought medical supplies from China and the White House is not happy. Um, so he, he purchased a lot of money on faulty, defective PPE from the enemy in secret. And he has yet to come in public and talk about this and address this. And shame on the press for not even bringing this up because the reporters aren't even mentioning this. You know, they're uh, overcounting their, uh, the, the death toll. They're undercounting the death toll. Like what? They're doing both at the same time. They're, they're overcounting and then undercounting. And also, if you're a resident of a one state and then you leave to a different state, what do they count it as two from for both residents? I mean, the the information is horribly off. You know, they're they're underreporting numbers and they're overreporting numbers. A perfect example of cognitive dissonance. Um, you know, if if you if you die of a gunshot wound but you happen to have a cold and a fever on you, you you've died of COVID nineteen. That's definitely what they're doing. And also, you know, states that are reopening, they're telling the scientific community and journalists to underreport. In Florida, uh, they fired a scientist for um, accurately reporting, and they told her to underreport. And there's proof that they're overreporting. China was underreporting, Italy overreporting, the United States overreporting, um, certain states in the South, like Florida, underreporting. So it's, it's sickening, man. Um, but yeah, there's another article that said that Missouri also spent money on China PPE, and um, a, a substantial portion of that was deemed defective un- and unusable. Um, it was a relatively low number. I think it was like 17% or something like that. But still, I mean, um, you know, our governor rejected multiple bids to purchase PPE from local suppliers in Illinois and the Chicagoland area. So it almost seems like our governor's using our mayor as a puppet while Mike Madigan is holding the strings for both. Um, Illinois politics is shrouded in um, corruption, knee-deep in corruption for decades. Um, but yeah, let me let me get to the cognitive dissonance facts here. I wrote them down. Yeah, in other news, they're saying, um, you know, uh, that we could have a parallel universe where, you know, time moves backwards. They've been saying our universe is a hologram. Um, but yeah, um, and also, uh, yeah, the uh, I'm just reading over old articles that I thought were important uh, since I made my last COVID-19 um, podcast here. Um, yeah, so... Uh, So last year, Yi Chi Shi, or She, 64-year-old part-time professor at the University of California, Los Angeles, UCLA. This is from Newsweek.com. He was convicted on 18 federal charges linked to a plot to illegally obtain microchips from an American company and export them to China, where they could be used in a range of military systems, including missiles and fighter jets. This is the first inclination that the USA and China might be secret partners in collaborating in a conspiracy to take over the world. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Russia's involved as well, the three global powers. And also, there's a, there's a war on Facebook 
with the fact checkers. Um, I posted that pandemic video and Facebook fact checked me and took it down and said, hey, there's some inaccuracies in this post because according to our fact checkers, there's still no evidence that this virus had leaked from the lab. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not racist in my heart. I know my heart. I'm not prejudiced, racist, whatever. I mean, certain stereotypes might be true, you know, whatever. But we're all ignorant enough to joke about those and immature enough to joke. We got we to gotta laugh at ourselves. It's, we can't just be serious all the time. But the the fact checker, she was an Asian woman. The fact checker, she had a Chinese last name or Chinese name. I don't know if she's Chinese or what have you. I mean, she's probably an American, but she had a Chinese name. And this was the fact checker that was disproving the the pandemic uh, story. Hmm. And then come to find out a few weeks later, the government saying, oh, it's China. Uh, I believe Australia said it was China. Britain said it was China. Multiple Multiple countries have came forward and said that their intel provided to them indicates that China, it leaked from their Wuhan lab of virology. So when the Facebook fact checkers are wrong, who fact checks the fact checkers? There is no one accountable for that. And, you know, uh, a Harvard professor and two others get indicted. And this was like a secret indictment because if you look on the Department of Justice website, that's the only place you can find this. There's no one talking about this or reporting about this, but there's no there's no tangible proof that there's a connection but it's just it's just too too obvious i mean if it looks like a duck well, quacks like a duck talks like a duck it might be a duck you know so uh, uh yeah a harvard professor got indicted for smuggling secrets um biological weapons and and secrets to the chinese communist party him and two other chinese were indicted and i think the the other chinese i think one was a one was a professor and then the other was just like a someone else but yeah if you look at the department of justice website a harvard professor was arrested late last year i think december of last year if you look on the department of justice website so the u.s is colluding with china on this um another thing Researcher, this is from today.com. Researcher on verge of making very significant corona findings shot to death. Yeah, uh, a researcher in the scientific community, he randomly gets whacked for getting too close to finding a, a potential cure or treatment. And he gets whacked out of nowhere. And, and who's been following up on that story? There hasn't been any updates, uh, to my knowledge, that I have seen. I haven't been looking for it either, but... I haven't seen across my timeline or feeds or anything a follow-up to this story. Um, let me click on this. There's so much going on here. I, I need to give you guys a lot a lot of uh, food for thought here. So May 5th, 2020, researcher on verge of making very significant corona findings shot to death. The Pennsylvania researcher was on the verge of making very significant findings toward understanding the cellular mechanisms that underlie COVID-19. His name was Bing Lu, 37. Rest in peace, brother. A researcher at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine was found dead Saturday inside a home in Ross Township, north of Pittsburgh. He had been shot in the head and neck. 
An hour after Lou's body was discovered, a second person, Hao Gu, 46, was found dead inside a car less than a mile away, the agency said. Hmm. That is very fishy. Very fishy. Uh, polio outbreaks in Africa caused by mutation of strain in vaccine. This is from theguardian.com. Um, the article is about five months old, but still relevant. Polio outbreaks in Africa caused by mutation in the strain of the vaccine. New cases of highly infectious disease that should have been consigned to the history books reported in Nigeria, the DRC, CRA, CAR, sorry, and Angola. This was Thursday, November 2019. New cases of polio linked to oral vaccine have been reported in four African countries and more children are now being paralyzed by vaccine-derived viruses. Ooh. The World Health Organization and partners identified nine new cases caused by the vaccine in Nigeria, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Central African Republic, and Angola last week, along with seven other African countries. Hmm. In Afghanistan and Pakistan, polio remains an endemic, and in Pakistan, officials have been accused of covering up vaccine-related cases. Whoa. Yeah. And, um... Let me just pull up what I've seen as far as the actual cognitive dissonance, right? Cognitive dissonance here. Um, so here's what I compiled from every article that's going on. So they're saying that the virus didn't come from the lab. They originally said that it came from a bat in a fruit market or something like that. Someone ate something, whatever. And then they're saying that it leaked from the lab. And then, you know, so here's, here's the outline. It didn't come from the lab. Then they said it did come from the lab. First, they said it can't be transferred from human to human. I believe the WHO even said that. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but I... There's so much information here, it's hard to, 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 to filter out who said what and what's and, and when. The timelines are very blurry because this all happened so fast. But uh, a lot of organizations in the scientific community were saying that it couldn't be transferred from human to human initially when the outbreak came out in like December. Then now they're saying it can be transferred to human to human. That's perfect cognitive dissonance. It can't be transferred from human to animals. And then a tiger gets the virus. <laughs> that makes sense. Initially, the CDC told us, do not wear PPE. Do not wear masks. The doctors need them. Healthcare workers, the essential business workers need them. Then now they're saying to wear your PPE, wear your mask. And then, then they changed the verbiage to say face covering because there is no masks. How can we wear something when you can't even get it, right? Then they realized that and then they changed the, the verbiage to face coverings, which is idiotic, right? Another thing they've done, cognitive dissonance, we'll arrest you for disobeying our stay-at-home orders, but yet they release prisoners from prison. That makes zero sense. The UV rays kill the virus. 
Then they tell us to stay indoors. Like that makes a lot of sense, right? Smokers are more at risk. Now they're saying smokers are less likely to get the virus. There's articles that say both. And then now they're saying that cannabis could be the potential cure or whatever. This is crazy. You can get reinfected from the virus. That's what South Korea said. Now South Korea is backtracking that statement and and retracting it. And they're saying, oh, our numbers were off. You can't get reinfected. We, We apologize about that. Hmm. They were saying in South Korea that there was a 17% chance that you could get reinfected. And now they're saying that their numbers were off and inconclusive. Right? So it, it's very sickening, everything that's going on. The truth is, don't trust the media. It's been compromised. There's a report earlier when this whole thing kicked off that the Russians were manipulating our news to spread fear. I think that was on Reuters. So the moment I knew that, I knew that we couldn't trust the media. They're pushing a fear agenda here to, to keep us all in fear on a lower frequency so we could do uh, stupid things like obey their orders, right? They think we're all stupid, but more people are starting to wake up. And this is, isn't a polarized left-right thing because I see both parties pushing this stupid agenda, right? It's rich or poor now. They're, they're, they're closing the door on people... That are trying to become entrepreneurs and own small businesses and enterprise and, and, and live that American dream. They're closing the door on that dream. That dream is gone. It's either you're rich or you're poor. And that's the sort of dichotomy that we have right now. This sort of polarizing notion that gray area, middle ground is bad. Hmm. It's tyrannical. It's dictatorship. I feel sorry for the younger generation coming up and the, the teenagers who can't even go out, go to a bar, or go buy a pack of cigarettes or go to a concert or even graduate high school. It's, 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 it's really bad right now. But, um, you know, if, if more things come out, I'll do a part three to this. I don't want to do a part three to this, but I will if I have to. So I just outlined all the bullshit that they're telling us. You know, they're lying about the numbers. I mean, if this thing is real, it's probably not as dangerous as the seasonal flu. The seasonal flu killed 90,000 people last year. This thing didn't kill 90,000 people. I don't see dead people in the streets. I don't see people dying like in the movies, you know, like those outbreak movies. Contagion and all that stuff. Um, Or that one movie uh, on Netflix with the virus and stuff like that uh, from the 90s. Like, I don't, I don't see it. You know, the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. Like, like, I don't see it. You know, you go to the hospital, there's no one there. You, go, you check out a triage, there's no one in line. Like, there's supposed to be people, like, dying in the streets if this thing is as deadly as you say it is. You know? They're, they're, in, in my state, they spent all this money on and, and taking hotels and making them uh, triage centers. The, the, the huge convention center that we have the auto show every year in McCormick Place, they took that down and made a makeshift hospital. But there, there's no one in there. 
they spent millions of dollars anticipating some huge pandemic and it wasn't it wasn't like that so what are they going to do i mean you just still take precautions because we do have technology to create viruses russia china they have virology labs where they can create flesh-eating bacterias and viruses that could wipe out whole cities in hours right so it is possible that this thing is real but the extent of the severity of it is still uncertain so it's safe to assume that it's not as deadly as we initially anticipated. Still take your precautions, wash your hands, take your vitamins, try to eat healthy, exercise. I've been, I've been trying to get my exercise on, um, you know, cleanliness, hygiene, wear a face covering if, if people are sick, right? Um, this is just common courtesies now. But don't live in fear. I mean, I got friends who are terrified of this thing. Afraid to see their friends and family and things like that. It's disgusting. If you could die tomorrow, because life isn't promised to any person, right? We could literally die tomorrow. Of I could, I could go down the street, get hit by a car, or lightning could strike me twice. I, I don't know. Life is not promised. You could die tomorrow. Do not live in fear. You know, you got to live your life. Keep going. Keep striving. Keep hustling. Keep trying to make your money and survive. You know, in a, you know, in a lot of counties, a lot of people, a lot of towns are suing the governor and saying, hey, we're not going to obey this order. We need to stick up and, and, and defend ourselves against these tyrants. Whether it's red or blue, it don't matter. We got to strike back and say, hey, we're not going for that. People are arming up with weapons and going to town halls and saying, hey, we don't want this. We want to reopen. So, you know, and another thing too, first, first day, the WHO, another, another example of cognitive dissonance, this is all coming to me because when I do these podcasts, I don't write down anything. This is all from the top of the head, you know, and that, I think that's what makes it special is because it's spontaneous, it's pure, it's not rehearsed, you know. Another thing too is the WHO chastised the United States for possibly even considering the, quote, herd, end quote, immunity thing. First off, I don't like that verbiage. When you have world governments referring to humans, citizens, as herd, that's a reference to cattle. That's a reference to sheep. I don't like that verbiage. I don't like that tone. That's a clear indicator of how they feel about us. We're sheep to them. We're, we're cattle to them. Right? First, they chastised us for the whole herd immunity thing and saying that we need to shut down. Right? And then they turned around and they praised, what was it, Sweden or Norway? One of those countries for for implementing their herd immunity strategy and not closing down. And the WHO said that they're the perfect model for how a country should handle the coronavirus outbreak. <laughs> Again, this cognitive dissonance is disgusting, dude. And the journalism, the yellow journalism, the fake news, it's all it's all a real thing. So, you know, don't believe anything you hear or read and only believe half of what you see. That's how I look at it. But still take precautions. You know, you don't want to be that dickhead that's out there, you know, if you're a carrier spreading the virus, you know, take precautions just in case it is real. Be logical. 
right? I'm not Alex Jones where I'm going to say, this is a hoax. This is a fake. I'm not pushing a fear thing. Still take your precautions because we don't know. They have the technology to create something like this. So just in case, we gotta we got to protect ourselves, right? But don't believe the hype. Don't buy into the fear. Life is still going to go on. It might not be the best quality of life that we've been accustomed to in years past. We're going to have to adapt and change and create new models and strategies, right? But don't live in fear. Spend time with your loved ones. Spend time with your friends. Go to the park. Enjoy life while you still can. Because I see society changing from this point on. You know, no more concerts and and festivals and gatherings and conventions. I mean, even if they do have those, they're going to be severely changed. They're going to be different. So enjoy it now while you still can because, man, this is getting ugly, man. This is getting real ugly. But I don't want to spread the fear because there is some positivity going on out there in the world. It's not all doom and gloom. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to push a fear like an Alex Jones or whatever. Because there is light at the end of the tunnel. Take this time to reflect. Take this time to spend with your loved ones. Take this time to inform yourself. Take this time to soul search and dig deep. Immerse yourself in things you love. Your passions, your hobbies, your craft. Whatever it is. You know, Make your money. Yeah, they shut down every business. DoorDash. Uber Eats. Do whatever you have to do. Stack up your money. Buy guns. Buy ammo. Read, read the good book. You know? But yeah, man, this is Jay Merck signing off. I would like to leave you guys with a quote. I don't know if this quote is accurate. Um, it's been detested that she didn't say this, what have you, but I still think it's an awesome quote, fake or not. But Harriet Tubman supposedly said on the fake news internet, um, I freed a thousand slaves. I could have freed thousands more if only they knew they were slaves. Real or not, Still excellent quote. So, Jay Merck signing off. Peace, love, unity. We will live again. In the, either in the next life or in reincarnation. Keep in mind, you only die once. Peace.